For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production. I'm Mike Stelzner. My co-host today is Kim Reynolds, and this is the show. Yes, the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media marketing. And let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff on the edge today. And we have an amazing show for you. By the way, today's show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2018. We are less than 90 days away from this event. You definitely want to get your ticket. Visit smmw18.com, smmw18.com. We've got a big sale ending today. On today's show, we're going to bring on Mari Smith, and we're going to talk about the new Facebook Creator app. It's available for everyone. Jeff C. is then going to come on and show us how we can create custom live filters. Anyone can do this with the Creator app. Sue Zimmerman will be coming on to talk about a bunch of changes with Instagram. Amy Schmittauer is going to be talking about YouTube rolling out YouTube stories-like functionality. And we've got so much news. This is a jam-packed episode. By the way, if you are watching this show live, which I hope you are, I would love it if you would share this wherever you are. And with that, I'm going to welcome the one and only Mari Smith to the show. Mari is one of the leading experts in the world on Facebook and a good friend. Mari, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thank you kindly, Mike. Lovely to be here. As always, I am grand. Happy it's Friday. So um, when you were last on the show, literally that day, the Facebook Creator app dropped. And there's a lot of uh, questions like, what is this app? Who is this app for? And I would love you to kind of maybe start with a high level, what the heck it is, and then we can get into what it can do. Okay. So it is mobile only, and it is a way for pretty much anybody on Facebook to be able to create a different style of video and add their own intro and outro, which is really, really big. And custom stickers, filters, you name it. So Facebook's calling those kinds of folks creators. And anything from being an artist to the examples they're using, like knitting, I mean, cooking shows, you name it. Not even a show per se, because it's it's much more kind of spontaneous, uh, informal by using the mobile device. Um, and what it is actually, Mike, and I'm sure some of your folks might know this, formerly known as the Mansions app. So the Mansions app has been out for two, no, actually three years, it came out in 2014. And it was initially only for verified public figures. It was a wonderful way for you know celebrities, public figures, to be able to just have a bit more oomph, if you will, to their mobile broadcasting experience and connecting with their fans. And now, behind the scenes, what Facebook has been working on and then launched a couple of weeks ago is the ability for now anybody globally on iOS first, it is on iOS first and coming soon to Android. But I think, Mike, you know, for them to do a global rollout like this is very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And of course, what's happening is it's absolutely a direct compete with YouTube creators 
and with Snapchat and maybe even, you know, obviously people over on Patreon are monetizing. Um, what's really, really missing uh, with this new creator app and for people to, you know, bring their fans and their eyeballs and their content over to Facebook, the missing part really is monetization. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see how this really plays out and, and, and how many of the, you know, big celebrity type folks over on YouTube, Snapchat and elsewhere are going to go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to bring my folks over to Facebook and make that my, my new home, if you will. Yeah. What's fascinating about this is it's for humans, not for businesses. So this is, if we look at what we're looking at here on the screen is somebody named Jeremy and, you know, this is for individuals and this is bringing some of the things that only were available to pages to individuals, right, Mari? So maybe describe to us some of the metrics and stuff that we're looking at here on the yeah. screen for those that maybe can't see it or, or at least give us some of your high level experience because there's yeah. quite a bit of data here that that is now available to individuals right there's numerous things that are available you're absolutely right and what's interesting is that um, the, the creator app is actually available on personal profiles as well so anybody can actually utilize this app so it's available for profiles and for pages but you're absolutely right to point out there's not just any business page you have to be in the category of a public figure or, or in like an individual type of page and then what Facebook's giving you uh, for the pages not profiles but the pages you will have your uh, stats, your insights on reach. Actually, they might have the money to double check that because I know you can get some stats with just regular video on your profile, but uh, I have not used the creator app on my profile. I've definitely used it on my page. But it's basically just, it's, it's almost like you might not even need to use Pages Manager app. You know, you need that if you're going to be doing boosting posts and whatnot or Ads Manager. But I mean, there's so many apps, right? But what you're seeing on the screen it's just an overview of your general, the whole page reach, page likes. You're just seeing your general stats. Facebook wants to get it ingrained into our psychology to keep wanting more and have those numbers go up. Um, and then on the right, in that Fab Eats, and she has her own little frame with a little kind of canopy up there and her brand, you know, uh, the logo. So you can do your own frames. And you can even make up to five, I believe it is, custom stickers. I know you're going to go into that later in the show and where to make those and why people would want to. But um, it's really the whole point of it, Mike and everybody, is Facebook's desire, very, very strong desire to get more users producing video content on the fly. But I mean, fairly well produced, but still on the fly because, you know, it's on the mobile device. So it's never going to be like super, you know, um, television type quality productions if it's on your mobile device um although it could be i suppose if you come up with all kinds of crazy hacks but um, yeah and also it's only doing it portrait notice right it's only it's not going to broadcast landscape and and also this is how they rolled out stories to pages because you can only do stories through this app now hey mario um, a couple pages. quick things um i want to clarify yeah. um i do not have a page for my personal brand and mm -hmm. I do get all these metrics. So this is very, very important for anyone who's listening right now who wants to use their personal profile. You do get the, um, you do get all the, the analytics that are, had previously been invisible at the personal profile, the video analytics, the, the net new, uh, followers and view counts and all that kind of stuff is now available. So if you have been using your personal profile for your, um, 
your business, like I know real estate agents that do that and stuff, there's now a whole new layer of data that you get available through using this app, which I think is pretty exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, they've also changed kind of the way it looks too, right? I mean, it looks a little bit different than Facebook. They've got these two different tabs like posts and followers. And um, and posts, I guess, is kind of like your personal profile and followers is like your curated news feed. But they've also got this thing called a community tab. Do you know what the heck that is all about, Murray? Oh, that that's that's your fans. Community is 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 your fans and followers. But they're saying uh, that there's a unified inbox available yeah. here across Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. Right. I don't right. know if you've and had a chance to see that yet. A little while too on desktop and mobile in the Pages Manager app. Um, and so I, I like that they're bringing it out. And and again, it's like looking at where you know Facebook is headed toward in the, in the future. They're focused heavily on video, on mobile. And on bringing their family of apps together, predominantly, obviously, Facebook, but also Instagram and Messenger. And they want us both, you know, regular folks as well as business folks to be thinking about Facebook in those terms. Video, mobile, and an integrated app experience, if you will, also for the end user, utilizing their whole family of apps. You know, it'd be interesting to see what they, they do with WhatsApp integration at some point, although it's not that popular, as popular in the US, you know, it's, it's, it's more popular in Europe. So, so let me ask I, you this. I, let me ask you this, Mari, for someone yeah. who is not, you know, for, for the individual who is not, you know, really focused on um, building out a page, it appears yeah. to me as if a lot of the functions that had previously been for business are not, are now moving their way to any individual on Facebook who chooses to install this app. And this is bringing, is that accurate or is that inaccurate? Because the, the unified inbox was only available if you had a page and now it's available through this app, according to what Facebook is telling us. And these analytics were previously not available at the individual level either. So it seems to me as if they're trying to draw these influencers from other platforms over here by giving them all this insights and stuff but i don't know what do you think well the number one thing you cannot do in a personal profile is amplify the reach you cannot pay facebook to get more reach on a personal profile and i'll absolutely guarantee that over time they'll they'll start to reduce the reach on on these types of posts even if they're created in the creator app because that's just what they do remember back in the day you used to be able to pay what was it right. five six seven bucks but don't you think they could eventually maybe bring paid monetization through the creator app if they're trying to draw creators or you know, it could go either way. Maybe they'll start monetizing and allowing creators to make money and then allowing creators to sell, you know, or to, yeah. or to give Facebook money. That could be maybe part of the plans here. I don't know. What do you think about that? It, it could, but see, the number one source of revenue is ad revenue, and that's where the monetization comes at. It does exist now. There are pages that are monetizing through ad breaks, and you have to sign up for that. You have to meet certain criteria, up 2,000 concurrent viewers. Actually, excuse me, it's, it's less than that. It's 2,000 followers. Um, I think it's 300 con concurrent viewers. It's not that unob unobtainable at this moment in time, but... Um, you know, Facebook, if they start rolling out like monetization and ad breaks into personal profiles, I, I, I just don't know. I don't see them doing that. I, I really think that they're going to keep it focused on pages. And, and I think they're just blasting this out there as fast as possible to get as many people as possible using the creator app. Um, and to, you know, entice more, more advertisers. Um, but I don't know. I, I, at this stage, my own personal opinion, I don't think that they're going to keep 
just rolling out every possible feature that's available on a page right. that will also be available in a profile. I don't see them doing that. It's fascinating, right? Because there was a day where they did allow us to boost our personal posts. You remember that back in the day? For so, a few dollars, yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll bring that back. I don't know. Um, I think the thing I'm probably most excited about is what Jeff is going to come on and talk about here in a second, which is how you can actually frame your personal um, live video and stories. I mean, I don't know. Right. Is it is it true that you – have you tried that yet, Mari? Does it work for stories? Mm-hmm. And also for going live, or is it just for stories? Uh, uh, it's just for going live. Well, stories, you can, stories, uh, I have not tried for stories, but see, the cool thing with stories is you can pre-up, you can upload previous, previously made videos. And so similar to Snapchat, I think we're going to see more and more businesses hmm. creating like really beautifully well-produced stories, you know, because they're, they're what, 15, 20 seconds. Uh, on I think they're 20 seconds on Facebook and 15 on Instagram but um, the ability to upload from your camera roll beautifully produced you know um, video clips through your stories uh, I think we're going to see a big I don't know I'm saying a big but there are probably people who are already used to doing those uh, short portrait style videos over on Snapchat and or Instagram you know that's where Facebook wants us to you know, to entice the businesses into doing doing content like that. All right, Mari. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on and breaking it down for us. We're going to bring Jeff on and show everybody how to create a custom frame. Mari, if you could just share where everyone could discover more about you and all the great stuff you've got going, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. MariSmith.com, Facebook.com slash MariSmith, Twitter, everywhere except Instagram, Mari underscore Smith. We have a wonderful Facebook program going on right now. So come and check it out. Stay Thank you, Mari. Okay, folks, so we're going to bring Jeff on. Jeff is going to show us kind of, first of all, give us your quick, we're going to have to go through this pretty quick, Jeff, um, but yep. what has been, well, just take it away. And Here's the thing. So this, we're going to be talking mostly about the live creator kit. So you've got to understand that we talked earlier with Mari about the Facebook creator app. Well, to get all the features on that app, you have to use the desktop and that's called the live creator kit. And there's two places you can get it at, and it's kind of confusing. For your personal profile, this is what the first screen is. So you want to go to your settings, then click on video, and then you'll be have that place where you can see the live creative kit where you can go in and add these things we're going to talk about in a second. And this is how you do it for your page. And so it's settings, and you click on videos, and then the live creator kit shows up. I could only get this on my page when I changed my Mainly Pinterest tip page to a public figure. Uh, uh, some people said they could do that with a video. And you could change to like a video creator and had access to that as well. Peg Fitzpatrick told me that. So that's how you get into that. So um, what I'm doing here, this is what when you go into Live Creative Kit, it kind of walks you through some steps. So the first of it actually it lets you add your own custom overlay. And so it's really weird. It shows up as a square graphic when it makes no sense that. So I think it's a holdover from the mentions app, but if you, so you can upload multiple transparent PNG files. So you can upload one and then I uploaded my logo and you're able to position it onto the page and get it to set up the way you want. You can roll over on that little uh, preview format to the end. You can actually see what it's going to look like for real on your phone. So when you roll over that, this pops up and you can kind of place your overlays to make sure that it's looking okay in the mobile device of your choice. So that's kind of how you upload it really quick. So, but they have to be transparent background and a PNG file and you can do upload ones. The cool thing that I was excited about is you can actually now upload intro and outro videos before you go live. And so what happens is, 
you have when you are in the app the ability to turn on your live creative kit. You don't have to use it every time, but you can turn it on. And what happens is automatically this video plays when you start a live video and then it stops and then you just do your show like you're regular. And when you stop, it automatically plays the outro video. So it, it's already set up for you and you just do your show and you can actually watch the video play. And it's very, very cool. There is, are it's some, only vertical video, uh, Jeff? Yes. If you try to upload a uh, landscape style video, it'll give you a warning and say it's going to be stretched. Wow. So what I found was to use, uh, you know, high quality video is, you know, 16 by nine. We use nine by 16 and I use the 1080 width by 1920 hmm. to get it to upload. Now, the, the first video, the intro video, it's going to play before your broadcast starts and it can't be longer than 180 seconds and it's recommended to be under 90 seconds. The outro video will play after your broadcast ends and it can't be longer than 60 seconds and is recommended to be 30 seconds. And like you said before, wow. it has to be in the vertical format. That is really so cool. You, yeah. And also on this page is you can actually upload live stickers. So you can have your own branded emoji. So I did some goofy beard ones that people could click on when I'm doing live video. It only shows up on the mobile when they're watching it on mobile. It doesn't yet show up on desktop. What is a live those, sticker, by the way? Does it just somehow it's like, prompt it's them? It's like an emoji. Like, yeah, like when you, when, instead of hearts or whatever, they can tap on my bearded dude and it will show up on screen. It's kind of fun. You can have, instead of uh, your emotions, you can make your own uh, for there. Then those have to be uh, 256 by 256. They have to be square and it shows up funky in this app when you're trying to upload it. But trust me, it works if you follow their instructions. And uh, it's really cool. Your, your viewers can use these live stickers. Wow. Thank you so much, yeah. Jeff. Um, that's pretty exciting. Now, now, just to be clear, you can go into your page and you can easily change it and then change it back, right? As far as you know, it's not like you're going to get in trouble if you change your page, if you want to mess around with this, I've right? done it multiple times. And see, at the end, you can actually go see what your intro video and outro video looks like in this live creator kit. Wow. It shows you how your screen's going to look. and then and Does this, this mean we final, could do this for social um, media marketing world if we wanted to? Yeah, we could easily do that. And there's Eric and I, we were testing it. And wow. the only thing is we don't really like the picture-in-picture uh, it's in my eyeball, as you see, but um, it's still fun. You can bring people in and it looks pretty cool when you get it laid out right. Yeah. And it needs to be a transparent PNG, obviously, whatever you put right, in there, right? Exactly. Thank you so much, Jeff. Tell everyone where they can yep. discover more about you and all the cool stuff that you've got going on. Yeah. You can go find me at uh, mainlypinterestips.com. We're always adding testosterone one pin at a time. Sweet. Thanks. All right, man. Talk to you soon. So folks, um, pretty interesting stuff here with the creator app. And, um, you know, it's very early days, right? And I'm trying to get my brain around what it means. And I'm sure all of you are as well. Uh, just quick reminder, we're going to be talking about creators and creative stuff at Social Media Marketing World a lot. There, there's so many people that are creative there and there, there's so many different kinds of creators. So if you're thinking about doing live or creating content on Facebook, definitely do consider coming to Social Media Marketing World. You can discover more by visiting smmw18.com. Again, smmw18.com. And with that, I'm very excited to be joined in our next segment by Sue B. Zimmerman, the Instagram expert. How are you doing today, Sue? Hey, I'm really good. I'm loving what I'm learning. There's always more to learn every week. So um, Instagram is now introduced um, something interesting that's slightly different, which is someone can now request to join your live video. Tell us more. Have you tried this yet, Sue? I have, and I absolutely love it. The last time I went live on Instagram, I invited four different people into 
my broadcast and it was seamless. Like people from all over the world were able to be a part of the content that I was talking about and to give their viewpoint, which was so great. Now, this, what's different about this than what was previously announced is these people can now get on a list and say that they want to be on the broadcast. Were you able to try that or were you inviting people in yourself? I was inviting people in myself. I haven't gone live since people have been able to invite themselves. And to be honest with you, I kind of like having control over who I'm allowing in. And I know them personally from being exposed to them online. I had, because in the past when I was on Periscope, um, you know, there was, there were people that were coming into broadcast and it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't adding value to what I was teaching. So Absolutely. I haven't, yeah, I haven't allowed anyone in that I don't know. So when someone says that they want to, like, let's just get creative here. Um, right. Let's say that you're having, uh, ask me anything. Okay. And you got a bunch of people that want to ask you questions. They kind of get into a call queue. And as you can see over on the right, you get a chance to choose who you want to uh, join on that call from the requesters, which is kind of fun. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, that that's really exciting. Like if you recognize them, you'll be able to scroll through the Absolutely. list and pick the one you want, right? Absolutely. So Mike, I mean, a user case for me was when I was um, selling my Instagram stories class and people had actually taken it and got results from it. And they came on and they talked about their experience and their wins. And everyone knows it's so much better to have other people talk about your business and the success they're having than you trying to sell something. So I love that you can get people to talk about like how they're using the thing that you're sharing. Now, here's how you know if someone's trying to quote unquote call in. When you are live, you will see next to the comments in the bottom, two little smiley faces with mm -hmm. a number on it. And if you choose to click on that, that's when you'll get a chance to go live with those people. So I just think this kind of brings an exciting level of engagement, right? Because previously you had to choose and manually do it. And now it's kind of like you're inviting them in. And if you have a huge following, you could get quite creative with this, which I think is pretty cool. Um, right. Mike, I just want to add that if you are going to allow someone into your broadcast, I would make sure that they do have their headphones plugged in right? Um, because often it's that background noise that can ruin your broadcast from your guests. So, you know, I would have some criteria criteria of what you're looking for, good lighting, good, good audio, so that they add to the broadcast and don't take away from it. Is it easy to kick them out? Oh, yeah, you can X them out. Awesome. Okay, so let's go to this next thing, which I think I'm pretty excited about, which is this photo remixing with direct messaging. Yeah, so this is really fun. You guys, I spend a lot of time in Instagram direct message. I personally think this is where so much of the one-to-one -one and intimacy can happen in relationship building, which I do every single day. And the fact that you can send a photo or a video to someone is great. Now, at the bottom here, you will see where you can now allow for a replay. So when you open up Instagram direct message, there's a camera on the left and a camera on the right. And a lot of people don't know this. When you use the one on the left, that's the one that only is live for a period of time. So for it used to be for one view, and now you can let it be for two views. So that information goes away. And that's why a lot of teenagers love this feature. Now, on the right-hand side of your Instagram direct message, you can upload a video in your camera roll, or you can send a photo, and that stays 
in the thread of the conversation and does not disappear. So what we're looking at here, you guys, is what was the update where you can allow it. Um, yeah, I'm just tapping there. So you guys can easily toggle from having it be um, allow the replay or just allow one view. Like you want them only to see it once. Um, and then you'll see that little ornament is there right now. And as soon as you toggle it, it switches to who you're sharing it with, which is, I think, the third one. Did I send you one more? Those two, no. right? Those two, right. Cool. So, so, the, so, so you get to choose is what I hear you saying. When you upload a video now, is this what's new about this? You can choose to have it be allow them only to watch it once or to allow a replay. Is that what I hear you saying? Allow the replay. Yes. Allow the replay is the new feature. Yes. Sweet. Okay. Now this part I'm excited about, Sue. So this is quite fascinating. The Next Web. Um, the folks over at the Next Web are, are really quite smart. And and Matt Navarro in particular, um, just pause right there, has um, found some amazing features that are hopefully going to be coming. This first one is the ability to re-gram. What's your right. reaction to if, if they come out with an official re-gramming kind of thing? What's your thoughts on that? Which will hopefully will allow the business that originally posted it to get all the benefits, just like on Facebook. That's what I was going to say. So I love this feature. People are often curating a whole Instagram account from reposting other people's content because they don't quite have the high quality photos or the creativity to do their own kind of look and feel on their feed. And so people are using third-party apps, repost apps, and not always properly giving attribution to the content creator. So I'm hoping that if this does come to all of us very soon, that there is the clear at mention and credit to the content creator. But I think it's a great feature. Okay. So uh, if we could scroll down a little bit further, there is this um, new feature, um, which I don't know if we're going to be able to play the video, but the way it works is it's uh, it's an Instagram gift test. The idea is that you can go ahead now and search through um, gifts. Um, you can do gift searches for stories. Um, so what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think this is awesome. I mean, what, what my overall thoughts on what we're seeing as a trend, not only on Instagram, but Facebook and all over the internet is that the ability to be super creative, the more creative elements that we have stickers and, and text tools, you know, the more you can stand out and get your message across beyond just a photo or a video. And I just did a blog post, Mike, about how to create an animated GIF using Canva. So it's ironic that this is just like possibly going to be integrated with Instagram really soon because there is a movement that people want to get, grab people's attention. And when there's movement in a photo, i.e. video or GIF, you can capture that attention. So I think it's exciting. It's kind of cool because it's an animated GIF that can go right over the top of like a still image or something, which is really cool. All right, Kim, let's keep scrolling. The next feature is that supposedly will be coming is the ability to archive stories. So what's your reaction to that if you think that's going to be coming? I mean, if that does come, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I already archive all my stories because I have a phone that has so much storage. And I think it's great because I do repurpose some of my stories from my business account, the Instagram expert inside my Facebook group, my free Facebook group, Instagram results for business, which are, which is where I'm teaching, you know, tech, you know, uh, lessons every day. So to, 
for people that don't have the time to repurpose their content, this is a great feature when you're saving your stories that actually are really good and you want to share elsewhere, maybe in a blog post. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. I mean, that's what's exciting about it, right? It's a manual process right now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, right now mine automatically saves to my phone. Oh, does it? Okay, cool. Well, supposedly that's a feature that's not, that not everyone has. Um, the next one is the closest friends list. So they're actually coming out potentially with a um, kind of like on Facebook where you can have these like groups of friends. I think that would be kind of interesting, don't you? So that you can just look at certain groups of people. I mean, I can imagine them having Absolutely. all sorts of different lists of people. Um, and then the next one is the ability to share to WhatsApp, which I'm not, you know, sure, but I think you might find this next one quite quite interesting. Um, top emojis and top hashtags. Um, now, I don't know if there are, if such a thing already exists, but what's your thoughts on if you could just click a button and see the top hashtags and the top emojis currently on Instagram? You mean the ones that are trending? That's exactly right. Yeah. So I think it's like news. I think, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I go to Twitter and Instagram and Facebook for my news. I'm not looking at the TV or reading a newspaper. So if it's a trending hashtag and you can jump into that trending hashtag in some way for your business that makes sense and create content and be a part of that hashtag and get more eyeballs on your content, I think that's a great thing. As far as emojis go, well, that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Well, exactly. You could see the ones everybody's using and maybe you could avoid them, right? (laughs) So, um, these are not necessarily features that have rolled out yet. You know, these are no, features that not, are, right. these are features that have been hacked. You know, someone uh, hacked into the app and was able to see the test developer features. And wow. I, I'm kind of excited about it. I think it shows some interesting innovation coming from Instagram. So, yeah. uh, Sue, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing the news. I'm most excited about this ability to uh, allow people to call in to our live videos. And I'm fascinated to see what kind of creative applications people will be doing with that. Why don't you tell everyone yeah. where they can discover more about you, Sue? Hey, you guys, you can find me at Sue Zimmerman. Um, I'm at Sue Zimmerman everywhere. And if anyone is interested in being in a Facebook group that's specifically about Instagram, you can search Instagram um, results for business and join my Facebook group. I'll put that right in the chat, Michael. All right. Thank you so much, Sue. And by the way, if you want to meet Sue or Mari or our next guest, Amy Schmittauer, you definitely want to come to Social Media Marketing World because each of them will be presenting and bringing their awesome latest wisdom and insight about the various platforms that they are experts in. Social Media Marketing World, we do have a sale that is ending today, Friday, December the 1st. And the way that you find out more about it is it's really quite simple. You simply go to smmw18.com. Kim, what do you think about all these? changes that are, that are potentially coming from Instagram. Pretty exciting, huh? Yeah, they are very exciting. And I am especially excited about being able to archive things for the pages. So we are very excited also to introduce our next guest, Amy Schmittauer. Welcome to the show, Amy. How are you doing today? Glad to be back. How are you doing, Mike? Hi, Kim. Hey, Amy. Doing awesome. So, all right, we've got some, let me cue, the, cue you up here. We've got some interesting and fascinating news here. Um, Definitely. The Stories platform is something that started with Snapchat, popular on Instagram and Facebook, and now potentially is here on YouTube. Tell us this, the news. What's the scoop here? 
it's really kind of crazy. This is this graphic everyone's looking at. This is called YouTube Reels. This is the only graphic that I have seen on the entire internet of this feature. I, I don't know anyone that has access to it yet. It's part of a larger thing called a community tab, which we can get into. But the concept is stories works. So let's have everybody have it on their network. <laughs> so I think that's what YouTube is trying to do here. Obviously, just like any other social network, the more time someone spends on your platform, the better. And this idea of disappearing stories is something that absolutely works. We all want to create content on a regular basis, whether we're a business or an average user. And it's nice to be able to have something that doesn't stick around forever. And a YouTube creator takes this very seriously because every upload counts in a very big way algorithmically. So being able to engage the user base on a different level directly on the same platform is long overdue and a big advantage. So for those that are not able to see what we're looking at here, we are looking at something that looks a lot like Instagram stories. It's vertical video. You're choosing what looks like clips from your phone and somehow they are being put into a vertical video format. This is kind of completely like mold breaking for YouTube, right? I mean, like YouTubers are probably going to be like, how in the world am I going to create vertical video? What's your thoughts yeah. on this? It's, it's interesting. So uh, the larger thing I was talking about is called the community tab, which only the day that Reels was announced this week uh, was it rolled out to a much larger community on YouTube. I had access to it before, so I'm a little bit more familiar with it. But originally, the community tab rolled out to just like 12 test channels, and they were some of the biggest channels in the world, slowly came out in beta and now are out on 10,000 plus subscribed channels on YouTube. So if you have that many subscribers, you now have an extra tab on your YouTube channel called Community. We have that. Tell, okay, okay, we have to pause for a second because we were yeah. literally in a meeting this morning talking about this tab. What is this? Tell us about how it works because I think this is fascinating and how do our fans That's get it. notified? Talk about it a little bit. So, okay, think of it this way. When you upload a video to YouTube and you hit publish, there's something called a subscription feed. The only people that will see your video in a subscription feed are your subscribers. So fairly simple, but it's only ever been videos since the beginning of YouTube time. Now with the community tab, you are able to go into the subscription feed in a completely new way. And that is with this kind of update, which is very simply put, what you would do on any other social network. Yeah. That's, share a photo, that's crazy. share a poll. And now it looks like they, they kind of are joining the stories ranks because they're giving you another thing you can do in this community tab. Originally, it was just photos. You could share a video from anywhere, especially another channel to your subscription feed, which is definitely different and poll the audience, things like that. So you're basically getting a normal social feed in your YouTube channel and it's going out the same way a YouTube video would. So basically oh. it's a social network. It's improving its social features. Well, how does and it what get I discovered? thought was also really interesting was how that it- it's going to be on the homepage too. Oh yeah. That's the part I'm struggling with is like, um, is this a t- like the, uh, we were talking about this this morning when we saw this community tab on our page and we're like, how is anybody going to even know that there's anything there? So what you're saying right. is somehow your subscribers are going to get notified. Absolutely. I mean, this is really interesting because it's not necessarily 
notice, I want, I want to be very specific about notification. Currently the notification from YouTube, let's say your mobile app, if you're subscribed to a channel or you watch them a lot and YouTube wants to pull you back into the platform, they'll notify you if a new video is out. So far, I haven't seen anything saying there's going to be a notification for a community update. However, the community updates are more things that a creator can do to engage the audience. So maybe a YouTube video doesn't come out, but every Wednesday, but on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Thursdays, every day in between, you can be doing other things on your channel to keep the community engaged, get them liking, get them commenting, get them chiming in. What video should I share next? Do a poll. And that's really what's happening here. And that's why I said the home page is very interesting because right now, the homepage is an algorithm of what your watch activity is, what you base as the Google YouTube user you are, are into. They're going to put things on the homepage based on what they know about you, who you're subscribed to, what you've been watching lately, maybe even what you've been searching lately. Wow. So the homepage also having these photos, polls, different things happening, starting to see that is going to be very interesting. Talk to us about this graphic. What are we looking at here? So um, I just recorded what my community tab looks like, Got it. Uh, just so people could kind of see on the back end what I look at. So this is just what my channel looks like on mobile in the YouTube app for anybody. But if you actually go into the community tab, you can see lots of different updates here. I posted Happy Thanksgiving. Here's a photo. Boy, you know, it looks a lot I, like I'm Facebook, doesn't it? It looks just like Facebook. What's that? It's just like Facebook, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. I can like my my viewers' comments and things like that. I can keep them updated even though I'm not uploading a video. I also am doing a series on the YouTube Creator Academy channel. And so I wanted to share that with my community. Here's a, a video from another channel and a little caption about why you should go check it out. Usually you would want to add that to a playlist, try to notify your subscribers in any way possible. It's never been in a feed on your own channel. And then you can also, of course, do a poll. And so this is really useful, really useful. You guys want to know what people want on YouTube, ask them, and they're giving you a way to do this. YouTube doesn't come up with features just to join the ranks of everyone else, they make sure it works first. So what do you want to post next on your channel? Why don't you ask your community what they think? Wow. They love your tutorials. Do they love your day in the life? Do they love something else? Ask them. And so this is just an example of if I were to create a poll, which I haven't actually done yet, just because I'm, I'm strategically scheduling. I'm probably not going to post something in my community tab the same day I'm uploading a video, which I'm actually doing Vlogmas for December, which is a video every day until Christmas the community tab is now going to compete with me a little bit versus the video. And so I'm really not, I'm not interested in doing that, but that's, um, that's, that's really what I'm you're looking at with the community tab this. if you don't have 10,000 subscribers yet. I'm fascinated by this. Uh, Grace, we need to get our editorial team on this because social media marketers are going to eat this like candy. You know what I mean? Because this is like their thing, right? So Amy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all this news with us. It's very timely stuff. Tell everyone where they yeah. can find your channel and everything else you got going on. Very quickly can be typed into a browser, amy.video. Tune in for Vlogmas. I'll be uploading every day until Christmas this month. All right. Talk to you soon and see you at Social Media Marketing World. Thank you so much, Amy. Awesome. Bye, Bye Amy. Guys. All right. This, we're just going to keep going. We got so much news here. All right. The next segment is that Facebook Messenger. This is nuts. Facebook Messenger. And, and by the way, this is... Um, this is a, a kind of a found in the wild thing. Uh, basically, they're testing a new product directly from Facebook that will allow you to send automated mass marketing messages to your people that have communicated with your page. Said another way, email, think of email 
but through Messenger. You'll be able to do things like uh, design a welcome message, um, add a title and a subtitle and a call to action and allow them to visit your website. Now, some of you that are pretty sophisticated, and you can also include text, video, images, and suggested replies. Now, some of you that are watching this are like, oh, isn't that what I can do with some of the bots that are out there? Yes, it's exactly what you can do with the bots, except this is directly from Facebook. Absolutely fascinating, and this was first spotted by Matt Navarra. All right, Kim, over to you with the next one. Okay, so this is about mentoring, and at Facebook's second annual Social Good Forum, the company officially introduced a variety of new support programs and other community support tools and initiatives, and the biggest among all of them was their new mentorship program, where um, basically you can, it's, they're going to be connecting people who may need support and advice with people who have expertise and the two main groups that they're going to be working with is I mentor for education and the international rescue committee for crisis recovery. Another, another initiative that they have announced is that for um, their charitable contributions, there's no longer going to be any fees for nonprofits. All fees have been deducted or canceled. So basically, I'm sorry, eliminated. So 100% of all donations collected via Facebook will go directly to the organization. And they've also come up with a variety of other tools as well as a, um, a new fundraiser API. So, yep. And some of you may have received a message like I have that said, Hey, would you like to be a mentor? Um, and it's pretty interesting. Okay. Now the next news item is that Facebook has introduced something they're calling trust indicators for people that are publishers. And here's how this works. If you are a publisher, and I think it depends on which category your, your website is, is, or your Facebook page is in, you now have some new features under publishing tools in Business Manager, and then under the Brand and Credibility section is something called Credibility Indicators. And once you go there, you have the option to go ahead and include links to your ethics policy, your corrections policy, fact-checking, so on and so forth. So when you're on your Facebook newsfeed and you see a story that you're not sure is legit or whatever, you can click on the little I think it's an I button or something that sh that shows up. And then you get all these details about the publications and then you have the ability to click on their policies and so on and so forth. So this is just another move that Facebook is making to try to become more legitimized and try to reduce fake news. Okay. So Facebook has rolled out a brand new set of mobile features specifically designed to help auto dealerships or auto companies expand their customer base. And the first of these updates is dynamic ads for autos, which allows manufacturers to upload their entire car database. And this is both manufacturers and dealers. They can upload their vehicle catalog uh, with relevant details such as make, model, year, and they will automatically generate ads to show to people on Facebook the correct audiences on Facebook, and it's going to show them the relevant autos. And the second update is has to do with new lead ads for autos that makes it easy for people to sign up. And the lead ads automatically populates with the 
their email address, whatever. So as soon as they see a card that they're interested in, they just basically click one button and it sends that information to the car dealership so they can start that inquiry process. What I'm fascinated about this is that, um, you know, if you guys go pull up Facebook and you go uh, click into the store, I forget what they, what are they called, the store, the shops thing or whatever. Marketplace. Yeah, the marketplace. You know, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You can buy cars through there now. And I was yeah. actually at the gym talking to a guy and showing him how you can choose like a three mile radius and you can choose how many miles the car the car has and and what year it is and the range and all that. And within seconds, you can find a car for sale. So I think it's right. just another move that we've been seeing like consistently over the last couple of months where Facebook is is moving towards people doing commerce inside of Facebook. And that's yeah. pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody here happen to have a Facebook group? If you do, you may notice that Facebook has adjusted the dimensions for cover images. So if if somebody says, hey, your Facebook cover image looks a little wonky, you'll know why because they've changed the dimensions of it now to 1640 by 856 pixels. Now, before you freak out and say, oh my gosh, I got to design a brand new image, um, they do allow you to easily adjust the image. So what I was able to do was just hit the adjust button and move it around so that it looked halfway decent. But if you truly want to make an image that's brand new and have it look really nice, it's this crazy aspect ratio of 1.91 to 1. Like who comes up with these aspect ratios, you know? It's pretty nuts. But uh uh, so 1640 by 856 pixels. Andrea Vall was the first one to bring this to our attention. And uh, you got a little more, I think, vertical real estate, if I'm not mistaken, with this new uh, design. Right. And next news here is, ah, so just talking about the commerce that Facebook is pushing. Facebook and PayPal have deepened their integration with the launch of a new messenger extension that allows PayPal sellers to invoice buyers directly through private messaging. So now not only can you find that new car, you can pay for it through messenger. And this built-in feature offers a simple and easy way to request and receive payments for Facebook's numerous buy and sell groups and Facebook marketplace. So Marketplace recently expanded to include housing, rental, and auto purchases. And it also works for small businesses with PayPal invoicing and can include details like item name, description, price, quantity, as well as a photo. So there you have it. Okay. This next thing is going to blow everyone's mind, okay? So this is pretty nuts. Facebook has debuted the very first game for Spaces. And I don't know if we have the fishing game here. This doesn't look like it's the same video, Kim. Here we go. It's right here. So the there we go. So this is pretty nuts. For those that don't know what Spaces is, Spaces is the virtual reality world where you put on goggles, Oculus goggles, and you enter into a virtual world and you can interact with that world. What's really cool about this new game is now you can actually play games with people in this virtual world. And what we're looking at here is we're looking at a bunch of people who are who are in different physical locations with the Oculus on, and they're playing an ice fishing game. And basically, they're just pulling uh, – it's called Bait Arctic Open. And they're just basically fishing together and trying to pull fish out of uh, an ice hole um, while they're interacting with each other in kind of a fun game. Now, what's really cool is Facebook's social VR team is also working on traditional table games like cards and dice. So just imagine being able to play Monopoly or Hearts or even poker. I would be really stoked 
to be able to get into a virtual space with some of my college buddies who don't live in the same city as I do and start playing poker together. I'm just, I don't know. What do you think about this, Kim? I think that would be a lot of fun. Poker. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, so this is, um, this is, uh, this is going to be a very important part of the adoption, which is the fun side of it, right? It's one thing to just put on, um, uh, you know, virtual reality goggles and like have a cool experience, but it's another thing to actually be truly social inside of that yeah. space. And that's what I think is going to be really, really fun. And I can just imagine all the possible games, just imagine grandparents playing games with grandkids, you know, and all that kind of fun stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Over to you, Kim. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so this is really neat. This is kind of like Instagram collections meets Pinterest. This is a new a new feature. On uh, it's just in test, and it's um, was this kind of a in the wild thing. Um, it is, but it's called a collection. And what it is when you save an an article or post on Facebook. Now, um, this was found by Mari Smith, I believe. She found it first. And when you when you save a post, it will give you a prompt to add to a collection. So now you can save the items that you like, the posts that you like to different collections and organize them. So when you go back to your save posts later, you can have them organized in different collections, like, um, you know, by category, if you will. And so... You is that almost like Pinterest? You think? Yeah, like Pinterest boards or collections on Instagram. So collections, it it allows you to organize your posts so that into folders that you can access later and just keep everything from being this crazy jumble of information. It's, it's almost and like think, it's almost like advanced bookmarking for things that you just don't have time to watch or read, right? Exactly, exactly. That's a better way of putting it. That's really cool um, because, like. The problem, and by the way, if, if tell people how in the world they can even find something when they when they save it because it's not easy to find. Do you remember how to do that? Because when you when you actually, you know, I forget what they call it, save a story. Is there like a special place you have to go to recover it? Yeah, there's there's if I believe if you push the hamburger menu, there's and then on the left hand side, then you have that long menu and you have your saved stories there or saved posts. Yeah, so many things there that sometimes I think it's like, where did it go? <laughs> and it seems like it shifts too. Like yeah. you, one minute it's there, the next it's not. So, Okay. Uh, more news uh, from Facebook. They are now bringing high resolution photos to Messenger. They're calling them 4K pictures, but I don't think anybody refers to pictures as 4K. Um, that's, a, that's a video, you know, word. Um, if you look at the picture here, what we're looking at is uh, – a picture of an old-fashioned telephone booth likely in the UK and uh, they're zooming in on uh, on the telephone booth and showing you how you can see a slightly better resolution. But I can barely discern the difference, you know, and I'm just wondering since Messenger is on your phone, how much this matters. I think it would matter if you really wanted to zoom in on the details. So, so the good news is I guess I didn't even realize that they don't allow super high resolution photos in the first place. My guess is they must scale those photos back. But there you have it. You can now do 4,096 by 4,096 pixels inside of Messenger. Well, remember, Messenger is on desktop also. So on desktop, it does make a difference. Yeah, but I don't think many people even use it on desktop. I don't know. I Maybe do they're sometimes. trying to encourage that. Yeah. 
So now Twitter is testing a new feature where on embedded tweets only, so this is only for embedded tweets, they are combining the the retweet total and the reply total into one cumulative total called talking about. And the reason for this, and it does make sense, is when you have an embedded tweet outside of Twitter and someone is looking about it, they may not be all that Twitter savvy. And so to have a number that says retweet and reply, maybe someone don't won't understand what that means, but everyone can understand about how many people are talking about something. So that's why they're testing this new function. They're trying to make I like Twitter it. I like it friendly. because I like it because it's people. yeah, it's it's words the average human being can understand. So. Exactly. Exactly. Along the so, gaming w- route, um, uh, we got to just keep rolling because we're running out of time here. Sure. Um, along the gaming route, uh, another discovery from Matt, Matt Navera is this new feature called Find Players. And there's uh, three different little screenshots here. We can go through these real quick. Uh, but it shows up as an option when you're in Facebook. And then when you click on that second option a little bit, if you can scroll up a little bit, you have the option to say that um, you have the option to indicate the kind of game that you're looking for and the hashtags that you want. And then on the very last screenshot we're showing here is we actually see a post that says, hey, I'm looking to play this uh, Minecraft game or whatever. Anybody want to join me? And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And here, Instagram is now found in the wild. Instagram is now suggesting people to follow on Instagram. And it presents the suggestions to you in a carousel format. And our own Eric Fisher found this little beauty. So thank you, Eric. Another found in the wild is that, and this one I found, is that on Facebook groups, there's now the ability to highlight to show the administrators who the most active users are this week in the group. And look at that. It shows their faces, how many posts they've done, and you can view their posts. I think that's a killer feature. That is, and will encourage more activity. Absolutely. So... Twitter is testing, officially testing now, a new TweetStorm feature and only on the Android app. And so you can see here on the left is a a picture of what the Twitter app on Android looks like without the TweetStorm feature. And on the right is the app with the TweetStorm feature. And what it is, is you get to compose a series of tweets, individual tweets, and you can go back and edit the individual tweets. And when you're ready to send them, you click on the tweet all button and Twitter, the app, the Twitter app will send them out one by one in a TweetStorm. And it ties them together, I believe, too, right? So that- Yes, it does. And yeah, because that's what a tweet storm is. It's a series of tweets, one after the other, that, that make up this long Twitter rant thing. So they all are kind of joined together into like a long paragraph of tweets. Yeah, and that's this is a test. That's important to understand. But if this 280 character is now available in a tweet storm, you could technically publish a novel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, if or you, you wanted. Could, or yeah. you could have published an entire blog post on Twitter, which I think is really quite strange. Um, okay, Facebook is experimenting with a new way to tag your friends in the comments. So in the olden days, or in the current days, I should say, we at tag our friends, right? We just put in or Mm -hmm. we type the name in and maybe it'll just pop up automatically. But now there's this little icon that Matt Navarro found, which you can click on, and then you can um, see a pop-up list of friends that you want to select. Once once you tag them, it looks, uh, I don't know, maybe you can just, it's so tiny, I can't even read it. it. What does it look like? It just says mention a friend. Okay, got it. Uh, All right, not a huge feature. All right, last item. 
We still have a couple minutes here, and believe it or not, we have one more item, and we're going to go ahead and exit out of screen sharing here because uh, we are done with screen sharing. But the very last item is that uh, Facebook is launching new, uh, for instant articles, something called Video Link Covers. So if you use instant articles, um, they now have this ability for you to add a, um, a video to enhance the story experience. So that's it. I mean, this has been a crazy week. What's your most, Kim, what's your biggest, most exciting thing about all the stuff that we talked about today? Um, oh gosh, probably the creator app. I really want to dig into that. And well, no, you know what? YouTube, the YouTube, YouTube, the YouTube stuff. I don't have a channel with that many viewers, but for social media examiner, I can really see potential there. That's pretty exciting. I'm most excited about the YouTube thing too, because like social media marketers, we know how to do this. YouTubers don't necessarily know how to do this. So, you know, we can bring all this like social engagement and interaction experience over to YouTube and create an awesome community over there. That's more than just a kind of professionally produced video that that's published and just comments. I'm really excited about that. I've always said, you know, YouTube really is a social network, but now it's truly becoming like the other social networks. And isn't it fascinating how Facebook's trying to become like YouTube? And how YouTube's trying to become like Facebook. Yes. <laughs> it's, 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 this, it's, it's the incredible merging, you know? It's pretty nuts. Well, listen, folks, a couple of closing uh, comments. First of all, special thanks to Jeff C. and Grace Duffy. Jeff is uh, handling simulcast. Grace is our show producer. And we want to let you know, if you're new to this show, subscribe by visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. This is also produced in a podcast. We edit out all the ums and ahs and craziness, not all of them, but some of them. And uh, we produce an excellent audio podcast that you can listen to. You can simply search the Social Media Marketing Talk Show anywhere where you can find podcasts. Lastly, if you like this show, share it. And and P.S., Social Media Marketing World, you need to go. What are you waiting for? Get off the fence. For those of you that are coming, thank you so much. It's going to be incredible. 5,000 of your peers uh, geeking out over social media and content creation. Check it out, smmw18.com. And with that, we want to say goodbye to everyone on Facebook. Goodbye to everyone on YouTube. Goodbye to everyone on Periscope slash Twitter. We love you guys. And goodbye to everyone on Crowdcast. We will see you guys next week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner, hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.